Gruesome friends, we have talked ghost, we've talked Disney, we've talked gaming, we've even talked about Lake Michigan, okay? We have gone through a myriad of mysteries in our time here on Internet Urban Legends, but we haven't talked about haunted horror movies just yet, perhaps because there's not really that many. But today we are diving into one of the quote-unquote scariest horror movies ever created. Loey, it sounds like we have a movie night coming up. We share a love of scary movies. We both love spooky media. So gruesome friends, I know probably most of you feel the same way. Grab your popcorn, settle in, turn on or off your lights, depending on your level of bravery, and make sure you also grab a friend. We will not be falling asleep tonight. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It feels like we're all being told to go on this diet, take that supplement. Ozempic will give you depression, but you know what'll cure that? Weed. Or you could try to balance your hormones. At Science Versus, we're like, what the f*** is going on? Forget the crap online and listen to Science Versus. Just the facts. Oh, and a bunch of stupid jokes. What is a ghost's favorite fruit? Booberries. That's Science VS. New season out on Spotify soon. Welcome to Internet Urban Legends, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm Loey, your evidence expert, your horror movie lover, who's very excited to have a scary movie date with my BFF today on podcast. <laughs> and I am Eleanor, your perpetually stubborn skeptic, your uh, film school student for two years before deciding it was boring and also a lover of horror movies. So I'm very excited to get into this one. Together, we are the Gruesome Twosome, and this is Internet Urban Legends, where we dive deep into the darkest corners of the internet. We might find the answers we're looking for, or we might just scare ourselves into staying up all night. But one thing is for sure, we are glad to have you guys along for the ride today, movie night. I am so here for this. What a ride it will be. You guys, I have heard so much about Megan is Missing. I feel like during quarantine especially, I don't know if you're on this side of TikTok really, but during quarantine, I was fully fully obsessed with TikTok. As you know, I was sending you weird TikToks on the daily. Not that that is really soft. <laughs> but during this time, everybody kept sending me TikToks about quote unquote cursed movies. And Megan is Missing was the one that everyone was talking about the most, but I never really like understood what it was or why a movie from 2011 was having such a resurgence in popularity. Okay, I'm going into this one completely blind, guys. I thought this was a new movie. I don't know anything about Megan is Missing, but I have heard about it on TikTok and on Twitter and kind of just in one ear out the other from the streets. I thought it was a movie from like 2020 because like you said, that's when people were really talking about it. It is entirely compiled of like, quote unquote, found footage. There is no way to talk about this film without basically spoiling it, but I also don't think it's like, 
I don't think you're going into it not knowing that Megan will, in fact, get kidnapped. First and foremost, <laughs> Eleanor, love of my literal life, I do not want you to go watch Megan is Missing. I do not recommend this movie, and not because it's like a bad movie. It is just disgusting. Like, it is the nastiest, grossest, just like... Like, gore? No, because you know I'm fine with gore. Like, I love the Saw franchise, stuff like that. You know I don't mind gore. <laughs> Intestines, blood, guts, totally fine. <laughs> totally cool. It's the actual actions committed like in this film and the way that they're filmed and we're going to get into like why was it made why is it so deeply disturbing but honestly when I was watching it I kind of understand why people sort of thought it was real in the first half of the movie you just see these two young girls who very clearly are teenagers but also do not seem like adults like they seem like literal children like one of their moms is coming in during their Skype call and being like go the heck to sleep they're kids. When you say that it comes across as real, like the acting was that good, where like it seems real or like I'm confused. I don't think it's necessarily the acting. It's more so that it's a compilation of found footage horror. And like what happens in the movie, like I don't know how to explain it. Usually films have a premise, a point. There is a reason to them. This is just like torture porn. That's the best way that I can explain it, but not good, like in any capacity. Like there's no story, there's no point. It just is like a grown adult man taking advantage of literal children and it's in a movie. We'll get into it. I have so many questions. So the premise of course is these two girls, they are just doing things that normal girls do, calling each other up like, hey girl, did you see the new... Batman movie. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Batman movie. <laughs> so Megan meets this guy who calls himself Josh. And he's like, let's go to this party. And she's like, okay. So she goes to the party and he doesn't show. And like later on, he tells her, oh, I saw you, but you're so pretty and you were so popular. And like, I was too scared to approach you. Can we hang out later today? And she's like, yeah, of course. So, of course, Josh is not Josh. He's not like a teenage boy. And she gets abducted. So the film then kind of jumps back and forth between Megan and her best friend, Amy, who Amy is like documenting going to all of her and Megan's favorite places and like hoping like if Megan is alive, that maybe there could be a clue anywhere that they used to frequent. I mean, these girls are attached at the hip. They've known each other since like grade school. So... As Amy is going through this, she ends up going to her and Megan's favorite spot where they used to tell each other secrets, basically in the woods. Mm -hmm. And Josh is there waiting for her. So he takes her as well. And then the remainder of the film is just Josh, like torturing these girls in unthinkable ways. It is God awful. So as somebody who hasn't seen this movie, I obviously have like seen movies like Saw and stuff or even found footage movies where it can seem super real or it can be very gory or like really messed up the scenarios or a combination of both. Why was this one, I guess, so disturbing? It seems like a literal true crime case happening right in front of you. Hmm. Yeah, I don't like that. That makes so much sense. There's something about the movie and like, 
I feel like when I say that, it almost sounds like I'm praising it and I'm not. Well, no, I mean, I, I get what you mean. Like even in movies like Saw or like the worst horror film you can think of that really scared you, it's still shot in a way that's intended to be cinematic, right? Like there's still scary music or the shots are intentionally edited in a way to make it like a big screen. And it doesn't sound like that was the case for this movie, that it was very much just found footage intended to be disturbing. Yes. You might be wondering, Eleanor and also our listeners at home, who the hell made this movie? Well, it was written and directed by Michael Goy, who weirdly also has credits working for productions like American Horror Story and also The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. So he's very familiar with horror. So he's established. Of course, Ryan Murphy snatched him up. Of course. I should have known. (laughs) So it might be surprising when you hear about someone who directed and wrote this movie also having such incredible mainstream credits on shows like American Horror Story or Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And then to find out that this film made in 2011 was going viral in 2020 for all the wrong reasons. It also, when it came out, it was banned in New Zealand for being way too objectifying and graphic towards young women. It was just way too much. I really think it should be banned in every country. I don't say that lightly. I don't think I've ever said that about anything before. It is just so disturbing. But trying to understand this film and like literally sitting there and trying to wrap my head around like, why the hell was this thing made? It's kind of like you start to wonder, was it supposed to be a lesson about internet safety, about not meeting strangers online? Because this awful, graphic, terrible event will happen to you. Like, could that be why it was made? Or was it just made for the sake of being sick? In 2011, yeah, that was like, I think AIM had begun to phase its way out maybe. But even on, like, that was the heyday of Tumblr, everything from Tumblr to like AIM Messenger to like you said, the beginnings of Facebook and Twitter, every social media platform was so new. It was really, really easy to deceive people. I think like internet safety, we kind of make fun of it now. Like don't, don't talk to strangers on the internet, but it's like, we didn't know that as kids, (laughs) like recently, as recently as young 20 somethings, we did not know that as children. The movie only had a budget of like 30000 to like $35,000. And from everything that I have seen, it never had like a major release. I think it's always been on like a digital platform of sorts, even back in 2011. So not made for the sake of making a ton of money. There's no way anyone went into this thinking they were going to make a ton of money. Probably also not intended seriously to warn the children. Correct. 100%. I think it's just like me at the very least trying to understand why the hell this was made that I'm like, maybe it was made to scare people. Like, I mean, very clearly it was made to scare people, but like into being safe online. I don't know. Children should be watching it. So, okay, we have those two fun facts out of the way. Number three, and I forgot to mention this at the beginning, but Megan is missing, quote unquote, was supposedly based off of true events. Now, when you ask what were those true events? There is no clear answer given. It was just like a myriad of true crime cases supposedly all blended together to make this movie. So like people get abducted. Yeah. The true event that people have gotten abducted. Yes. Thoughts so far on the film? Will you be watching it? 
I will not be watching. I really do not uh, subject myself to media that I think will upset me, <laughs> just as a general rule of thumb. I do love horror movies. In a lot of them, I will be like presently upset in the moment, but anything like that, that yeah, like you said, just sheerly seems made with the intention to like cause me stress, pass. Okay, we know a little bit about the film. We know, of course, that it is fictional, but it was supposedly based on true events. We know it's disgusting for the sake of being disgusting. But why was it circulating on TikTok a year ago for being supposedly haunted and cursed? Up next, we're gonna talk all about it and get to the bottom of the paranormal details. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all, but it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. When looking at Megan is Missing, it went viral on TikTok in 2020 for being the quote-unquote scariest movie ever released. People were saying this about like multiple films for some reason during 2020. Do you remember we talked about Demon House here on the podcast? Mm-hmm. And there was also a movie called Antrim that people said was like cursed and evil, but like it's just like a weird campy devil movie. I don't know. But Megan is Missing has, I think, had the most intense reaction out of all of them. TikTok users went kind of like crazy saying that they were too scared to leave their houses after watching it. It's way too specific, way too realistic, which I think especially after talking about like, could it have been made to scare people into like being more careful on the internet? But I mean, people went so far as to say they are deleting their social media accounts. They don't even want to lurk anymore on social media. Yeah, they came on a TikTok and they're like, I'm deleting TikTok. <laughs> Come on now. I love social media. That is hilarious to me. I also, I mean, it makes sense that people were looking back at old movies. We didn't have any new movies in 2020. True, very true. Like the horror community was starving. Literally starving because we were living a nightmare. So like, please give us something fictional. But Megan is Missing just hit a little bit too close to home for people, though. So Michael Goy himself, the Ryan Murphy spawn, came out and he basically talked about Megan is Missing and its virality. I guess he took to TikTok after the main actress who plays Megan told him, hey, the movie's blowing up, dude. Like, you might want to say something. So he gave TikTok three cryptic pieces of advice. Did not say, like, anything about Listen, Megan is Missing was made to warn people of the dangers of the internet. He was just like, here, if you want to watch the scariest movie ever made, here are three pieces of advice. So totally feeding into it. His rules were, do not watch it alone. Do not watch it at night. And when you see photo number one pop up on your screen, you have four seconds to turn off the movie. Now, that was just a really specific point in the movie where basically everything kind of took a turn for the nasty. So it was just sort of like, listen, if this is too much for you, go ahead and shut it off. So TikTok 
took the opposite of all of this advice. Of course. And basically turned it into a challenge. Could you watch Megan is Missing? Tell us your story. Is your house haunted after? Like people were walking away from this mentally scarred, fully convinced that they now were cursed because they played like a paranormal game revolving around watching this god awful movie. Fully this man's intention. Of course. There is no way to express how vile and nasty this movie really is. And I cannot believe it is free to watch on YouTube right now. Like, you can just go watch it. That is crazy. YouTube tells me not to upload, like, if I happen to have the strap of my bra out, they're like, how dare you? How dare, showing shoulder, ankle, ma'am, how dare you? For me, talking about like scary stuff, if I ever talk about anything real there, and I know that you have seen this as well, Eleanor, but for those of you who have never posted a YouTube video in like 2020, 2021, YouTube has this set of guidelines now that you have to follow before you ever upload the video. Like, is there violence shown in this? How severe is the violence? Is it for the sake of entertainment? Is it fake? Is it real? Could it convince people that it's real? What about blood? What about shocking events? Like you have to do so many things now before you upload a YouTube video. And if you don't like you risk basically getting your whole channel deleted, like people will find that. I swear to you, they are like hawks now. So it shocks me that the movie is just on YouTube with only like, oh, this is age restricted. Only watch it if you're over 18. I mean, I guess it is because it's fictional, right? Yeah, but I mean, just not not worth a watch. Just deeply upsetting. Even during this episode, I know we've mostly just talked about how sick it all is, but like, I'm still walking away from this. Like, what was the curse? Was it just that like children were watching a movie they weren't supposed to and they were like, I'm cursed now? Wait, is there a curse? I feel like it's kids having fun on TikTok. Based on your description of the movie, I guess I'll play like old person and be like, the youth shouldn't see it. I don't know. I haven't seen it myself, but it does sound like for the most part, it is just like children having fun with a 2011 movie that probably will continue to haunt them psychologically, if not uh, in a paranormal way for years to come. You know what? If we can walk away with maybe one positive that one person may be more careful meeting a stranger on the internet because they saw Megan is missing and they're like, I'm not about that, then okay, maybe the movie did something. That is true. In the age of like dating apps and being a teenager would be so scary. <laughs> I could not hang. I could not hang as a teen in 2021. I think what you were saying about in the age of dating apps is really good because you know that before I ever go on a date, I'm on many a Bumble or Tinder and no matter who I'm meeting, I always text Eleanor what I'm gonna do. I'm like, here's my location. And because you're out of state, I also always tell someone who's in town so that everybody knows if Loey is missing, like- Oh my God, do not even manifest. <laughs> I think that like that can be the major takeaway from both this movie and this episode is like, just be careful. Just be careful. People are scary. Uh, we're dropping some moral truths. So I think we're walking away knowing that this film is not cursed. It's not haunted. It is dark. It will screw with you mentally. But, you know, Michael Goy, I think he did just the right thing to hype up this movie. I know it's free on YouTube. I think it was uploaded by someone, though. I think legally you have to pay $3.99 for it. Don't quote me on that. But, like, 
if you were going to drum up excitement for this movie and get people to watch it, giving them a challenge, being like, listen, if, if you get freaked out by photo number one, don't go on past four more seconds. That was genius. Kids will always do what you don't want them to do. Are you kidding me? Like, don't you dare watch this movie that's totally free. Here's where you can find it. But don't you dare watch this film. It's so smart. It makes so much sense. If Megan is Missing has reminded us all today that we should be safer and do what we can to keep ourselves protected because we are the main character babies, then maybe it did something good. Uh, is this the scariest movie ever released? I don't think so. I just think it's gross. Mm. And obviously you have not seen it, but I'm sure you can probably attest that it certainly is not the scariest movie ever made. <laughs> I would imagine it, it probably is not. Although typically things that really could happen are the scariest for me. So if the way you described it is like, if that is accurate, I'm glad I will never watch it. 100%. I am glad you will also never watch it. I took one for the team here, IUL fam. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and so what comes with being the expert, it's a tough job. <laughs> I just waddle in here and act confused for half an hour. <laughs> we really have like a little IUL movie club going where we talk about these kinds of things. I mean, we've done the movie that Zach Baggins put out and we talked all about Demon House. We're talking now about Megan is Missing. Should we do another one of these? Maybe on like The Exorcist? Cause that's a truly cursed movie. I would love to do an Exorcist podcast. The Exorcist is one of my all time favorite horror movies, point blank period. But the history of, yeah, everything that happened afterwards is insane. In that is actually, <laughs> The Exorcist is one example that might actually make me believe in like curses, ghosts, demons, things like that, because it's just so absurd. We would love to know not only what you guys think about this episode, like what movie do you think? I think this is a great question for this app. What is the scariest movie you've ever seen? What scares you the most in terms of media in general? It could be a game. It could be a movie. It could be anything, a short film. Yeah. Let us know all over social media by using the hashtag gruesome to some. We would love to hear from you. For now, thank you all so much for listening. We are once again your hosts, Loie and Eleanor, also known as the Gruesome Twosome, and we have loved this deep dive into the world of internet urban legends with all of you. You can find all episodes of the podcast, Internet Urban Legends, for free exclusively on Spotify. Don't forget to follow the podcast so we can continue bringing you a new disturbing mystery each and every week. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Loeybug and at Snitchery and support our show by following at Parcast on Instagram and at Parcast Network on Twitter. Stay gruesome, friends. Internet Urban Legends is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler from Parcast, Slash Management, and by Deanna Markoff, Avi Gandhi, and Ed Simpson from Wheelhouse DNA. Sound designed by Ron Shapiro, with associate sound design by Mike Ramos. It is produced by Jonathan Ratliff, Gemma Waters, John Cohen, Kristen Acevedo, and Lexi Kiven. Research provided by Yumi Shin. And we're your hosts, Loie Lane and Eleanor, better known as Snitchery. AKA the gruesome twosome.